Welcome to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga, a teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's Word. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Are you excited this evening? Happy you go home on time. <laughs> You know, sometimes people can be happy for many reasons, no? Yeah, so you need to find out exactly why they are happy. Like, why are you happy this evening? We're going to close on time. <laughs> Praise God. But God is good, amen? I'll tell you this, right? As a child of God, when, when anything happens, okay? Let's say, for instance, they um, declare coffee like they have in our state now. The first thing is not to complain. Praise God. The first thing is to say, you know what? Everything will work together for our good. Amen. How many of you think that's the best thing to say? Praise God. There will be a lot of reasons this year to complain about many things. Choose not to. Choose the path of victory. Amen. Choose the path of faith. Praise the name of the Lord. Alright, so let's pray. Let's get into the word. Father, thank you because I'm anointed to teach. Thank you because your people are anointed to receive. And together our faith is built up in the knowledge of the person of Jesus. I pray that light and understanding will come forth in and through your word. In Jesus' name we pray. We're looking at basic things that would help our spiritual growth. What's our quote? What's the quote we've been running with in this? Masters, champions are what? Champions are masters of the basic. Champions are masters of the basics. What that means is that if a man wants to become a champion at something, he's got to master the basics. Today we're looking at Basic fasting habits. Basic fasting habits. So I want to share a few thoughts around the subject of fasting. I promised to do an extensive teaching on this. I haven't been able to get that done yet. But some little things that would help us. The word fasting means to abstain from something. Okay, the word fasting means to abstain from something. So most times, um, when we talk about fasting, a lot of people, their primary focus is food. Their primary focus is food. Now, it's, it's, it's what's measured in the heart of people, but there are other kinds of fasting. Okay, so when we say fasting, you're actually talking about abstinence or abstaining from something. Now, when you look at the scriptures, there was only three people who did... Uh, well, let me, let me start from the basics. Let me start from the basics. So, let's talk about fasting from food. There's several kinds of fasting, okay? So, there's fasting from food, which is what a lot of us know. Now... Uh, you can also fast from good food. <laughs> okay? 
So I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example of that. You can also fast from good food. So you can tell yourself, you just want to eat basic food and not eat delicacies. That's if you have access to delicacies in the first place. <laughs> so we can see that from the life of Daniel. Daniel chapter 10 and verse 3. Daniel chapter 10 and verse 3. So we're looking at, when we look at that, we're seeing fasting is abstinence. Daniel 10 verse 3. Look at it. It says, I did not eat any tasty food. So if I say I did not eat any tasty food, it means I ate food. But it's not the tasty one. Okay. Nor did meat or wine enter my mouth. I did not eat any tasty food, nor did meat or wine enter my mouth. So, you can actually fast from meat. Okay. <laughs> nor did I use any ointment at all until the entire three weeks were completed. So, Daniel fasted for 21 days. And in that 21 days, he did not eat meat. And he did not anoint himself with oil. And he did not eat uh, proper food. So, he was just eating basic food. Okay? So, um, the scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 5 that couples can abstain from sex so they can dedicate themselves to the Lord. 1 Corinthians 7 5. You shouldn't do this for 90 days. This should be short <laughs> if you're married. If not, your husband is going to break that fast for you as quickly as he can. 1 Corinthians chapter 7. So we're looking at the concept of fasting. Verse 5. It says, Stop depriving one another except by agreement for a time. For a time. So, Paul emphasizes that this should be by agreement. Okay? So that you may devote yourselves to prayer. So I, need, I, I, I want you to observe some. There's a reason I read that. 1 Corinthians 7 5. It says, you can, uh, both of you have to come into agreement when you're married to deprive yourself of sex so you can devote yourself to prayer and come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. So you've got to put the balance there. So you cannot say you want to do that for 90 days. Alright? It has to be an agreement. But what I want you to pick there is that, you see, this is also a type of fast. You can abstain from that. So fasting basically is telling yourself, what I have the right to do, I don't want to do it, but now there must be a purpose for it. What is that purpose? To devote yourself to prayer. That's something I need you to understand. Because fasting is not just stopping yourself from eating. That's a hunger strike. A lot of people don't just eat and they say, well, I'm fasting. No. If you're fasting from something, it's so you can devote yourself to something else. So, when a man uh, or a woman is fasting, they've got to devote themselves to prayer. You can also... Fast from TV, from television, from social media. Alright? You can fast. You can say, well, for the next one week, I'm going to go off social media. So what you're going to do is, I'm going to replace that time with prayers and what? And the word. It's important that fasting is accompanied by prayer and meditation on the word. So I have quite uh, a lot of materials here, but I'll just pick and share a few thoughts that would help you. So we've seen that Let's go to Daniel 1.12. There's another fasting where, uh, Daniel chapter 1, you can eat only vegetables. <laughs> praise God. I said praise God. Okay, so Daniel 1.12. 
uh, he says, please test your servant for 10 days and let us be given some vegetable to eat and water to drink. So, you can actually just do, many people call this the Daniel fast. Okay, have you ever heard of that? Have you, have you heard of that phrase? People say the Daniel fast. I'm doing the Daniel fast. What do they mean by doing the Daniel fast? It's just a fast of vegetables. Okay, so you just eat vegetables and water. Okay, you're not eating meat. You're not eating heavy food. You're not eating chicken. You're not eating, you're just eating vegetables. That's fast. Now, I want you to understand something about fast. About fast or fasting. Uh, these are the several kinds of fast in the scriptures. Okay, I'm giving you scripture. You can fast um, from not eating good food, no tasty bread. You know, like we said in Daniel 10.3, Daniel 9.2, and also using your fast to honor God for 10 days and they drank only water and vegetables. Now, there are only three people who fasted 40 days in the Bible. There are only, in fact, the only two people recorded to have fasted for 40 days is only Moses and, and Jesus. Moses in Exodus 24, Exodus 34, 28. Moses in Exodus 34, 28. And Jesus in Matthew chapter 4, verse 10. Now, some people say Elijah. But what you would understand is that Elijah actually did not fast for 40 days and 49. God fed him. And the Bible says he went on the strength of that food for 40 days. The reason is that fasting has to be, uh, it has to emanate from your will. You have to choose that, okay, I want to fast. So it's not like God feeds you supernaturally and you are not hungry for like 40 days and you call that a fast. I don't know if you, if you, if you get my point. Like Moses was in the presence of God, so he didn't eat for 40 days and 49. Uh, Jesus also, um, before he overcame the temptation, did not eat bread and um, water and food for 40 days and 49. But in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 8, we can just read that. So I'll just go a bit slowly because I also don't want to rush this. So wherever we stop, it's fine. Uh, 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 8. Okay. I, I want to really emphasize this because we need to see this from a balanced perspective. 1 Kings 19, 8. Verse 7 says, Then the angel of the Lord came again a second time and touched him and said, Arise, eat, because the journey is too great for you. So the angel gave him food. So he arose and ate and drank and went in the strength of that food, 40 days and 40 nights, to Horeb, the mountain of God. So I particularly don't classify this as a fast. Because the Bible says that he went in the strength of the food that God gave him. I don't know if you... If you get my point. Okay. So, that's that. Uh, Paul fasted in the New Testament. When he first got born again, in Acts chapter 9 verse 9, uh, for three days he was blind, he did not eat water, and he did not drink. He did not drink water, and he did not eat food. Acts chapter 9 verse 9. So he arose at uh, Acts 9 9, and he was without... And he was three days without sight and neither ate nor drank. So for three days, he neither ate nor drank. Paul also had a fasting life. 2 Corinthians 6, 5. I want to just show you in the New Testament. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 5. Okay. Um, 
hold your place there in 2 Corinthians 6 5. Then also go to 2 Corinthians 11 27. So we're going to read both of them together. Okay? Now, Paul says, uh, if you use the King James Version, you would find that there he uses the word fastings and then he uses the word hunger. To, um, 2 Corinthians 6 5, in beatings, in imprisonment, in turmoils, in labors, in sleeplessness, in hunger. Now, 2 Corinthians eleven twenty seven. 2 Corinthians eleven twenty seven. I've been in labor and hardship through many sleepless nights, hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. So if you read the King James Version, he uses the word in fasting often. Now, if you use the King James Version, you discover that he uses the word hunger and uses the word fastings. So, of course, there's a difference between that. Okay? It wasn't just because there was unavailability of food, but he chose to fast. John Wesley, the renowned English preacher, missionary, and founder of Methodist Church, used to fast twice weekly. Charles Finney, revivalist in 800s, had a culture of fasting, especially when he sensed that the power of God within him was declining. Now, I want to say this, and I'm going to... Let me see how it's running my notes here. Okay, let me say this here. I have always thought against, and I am very strong about that, that we do not have a biblical recommendation for what people will call dry fasting. I've, I've always not advised people to do that. Uh, because people say dry fasting is where you don't drink water and you don't eat. Now, it's been medically proven that our bodies can go without water and food. The maximum would be for three days. Alright, so actually if you go without water and food longer than that, you're actually harming your body. And so when you are fasting, it's important, remember we're talking about the basics, it's important that you take a lot of water. Okay, you take a, a lot of water, it just helps you. Now, uh, that's why sometimes you find that people go to some of these prayer houses and they die there. It's very simple because these people are already sick, okay, and then they deprive them of water and they deprive them of food. They keep them somewhere and they say they are, you're praying for them or they are trying to heal them. And before you know, in a couple of days, they are dead. Uh, which is, which is, I mean, it's, it's almost like the expected results. Alright? If you are sick and you need to fast, make sure that you are in a position to really fast before you embark on that. It's not the fasting that heals you. It's your faith in Jesus. We need to be clear about that. You need to be clear about that. So, I would not recommend somebody sick and fasting. Okay? If you are sick, get a hold of the scriptures. Study the word. It is the stripes of Jesus that, has ma that makes you whole, not your fasting. We have to understand, I need to probably do a whole lot on this. Maybe I'll just give you the basics and we'll, we'll do a full teaching on fasting. Because we have to understand that there's a difference between fasting in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, people fasted for several reasons. In 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. That word, humble themselves, they saw fasting as humbling of themselves. Um, David refers to fasting as the humbling of the soul. 
You see, when a man fasts for a long time, he doesn't have energy to fight. He doesn't have energy to talk. I hear what I'm saying. You see somebody who is fasting, you know, proper fast for a long time, you realize that the guy is just weak. You just, yeah, you, say, you can even be insulting him. You just come. <laughs> In his mind, you say, let me just finish this fast. I'll, I'll, I'll get back and address this matter. So you realize that for them, they use fasting to appeal to God to forgive them. In the New Testament, we don't use fasting to appeal to God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We don't use fasting to change the mind of God. We already know the mind of God. So there is, the, and I see people confuse that a lot today. They take the Old Testament motivation to do New Testament fasting. Some people even say, I want to fast so I can hear God. No, the Bible already says, my sheep hear my voice. Now, can I separate myself if I need direction from God, yes. What I do is I separate myself to be in a position to receive from the Father. Not like I'm seeking one revelation that will come in fasting. Because if you open yourself up in fasting and you're looking for voices and all that, you might open yourself up to demons. Because you're trying to hear a voice. And that's why it's called that sometimes, and you need to watch this now. That's why it's called that sometimes for people who fast and fast and fast and fast and fast a lot... You know, they are trying to fast to get something from God. After a while, they begin to behave as if they are going mental. Have you, have you seen people like that? They, then their discussions are not straight anymore. Then they move from one fast to another. I just finished 21. I'm doing 14. They start telling you, God told me. God told me. And everything you see in quote that they are saying, God tells them, God tells them, is not consistent. Because if you're hearing from God that constant, with all of these many fasts, there should be a direction. So, if you're not careful, if you, if you take fasting to the extreme, you might move from there, it's called tipping point, and go to the other end of the road, which you shouldn't do. So, it's, it's very important that a fast is word-based. A fast is word-based. You're not trying to use it to tie the hands of God to get something to you. Fasting basically is separating yourself so you can devote yourself to prayers. Praise the name of the Lord. And I would always advise, let your fasting life not be an emergency. Just cultivate a normal fasting life. You know, once a month. I know my parents used to fast the first three days of every month. Just, just to consecrate, consecrate themselves and read scriptures. Okay, let's go to 1 Samuel 7, 6. Wow. You know what? I will... I will just... They gathered to Mitzvah and drew water and poured it out before the Lord and fasted on that day and said, We have sinned against the Lord. And Samuel judged the sons of Israel Mizbah. Did you see why they fast? They fasted because they had sinned. So that is what um, 2 Corinthians... Chronicles was saying, we say, if you humble yourself. So, for them, humbling themselves was, fast, for, uh, was fasting. So, they, sometimes they put ash cloths, ash, ashes on them and sackcloth, just to show that, oh, we are repentant. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? So, that's, that's in, then in the Old Testament also, you could go to 1 Kings 27, 21, 1 Kings 21. 27 to 29. 1 Kings chapter 21. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So I'll just, I'll, I'll give you the basic. Um, 1 Kings 21. And let's look at verse 27 to 29. 
It came about when Ahab heard these words, so the words of judgment came to Ahab. Okay. Verse 27. It came about when Ahab heard these words that he tore his clothes and put on sackcloth. Okay. And fasted. And he laid in the sackcloth and went about despondently. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the teach by saying, Do you see how Ahab has what? Humbled himself before me. Because he has humbled himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his days, but I will bring the evil upon his house in his son's days. So you see what the, the scriptures told them in, in, in Chronicles, that if you humble yourself before me, I will forgive you. So, I need you to understand this. In the Old Testament, fasting was more of a tool to seek repentance and forgiveness from God. So when we fast in the New Testament like that, we're not fasting with that mindset. Fasting in the New Testament is separating yourself to God so you can fellowship with the Word and fellowship with the Spirit and fellowship with, with, with the Holy Spirit. You know, um, remember what I taught you in serving the Lord in fasting and prayers. Okay? So that's very, very important. We must be able to separate the Old Testament fast. In Psalm 69 verse 10, David says, I chasten my soul with fasting. I chasten my soul with fasting. Psalm 69 verse 10. Your soul is made up of your will, your emotions, okay, and your intellect. So when you're fasting, you're, 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 you're reducing those distractions there. You're going before the Lord. Alright? So that's very, very key. In Nehemiah 1, 3 to 4, Nehemiah fasted when he heard that the, the, the nation of Israel had been burnt down. So things like that showed they, that they had a heart. So they fasted for the nation. In Second Chronicles 20, verse 3 to 4, they sought help from God to fight the, fight, for God to fight the enemies of Israel. Second Chronicles chapter 20, 20, verse 3 to 4, you see Israel fasting as a nation so that God can help them against their enemies. Okay, so these are some of the reasons they fasted in the Old Testament. There are a whole lot of other reasons. To seek direction and protection. Ezra chapter 8 verse 21. You also know that when uh, Esther wanted to meet the king, he called for the whole of Israel to do what? To fast. So they saw fasting majorly as a tool of divine intervention. Now why do we fast in the New Testament? We fast primarily in the New Testament so we can separate ourselves to the purposes of God. It is not to change the mind of God. It is not to seek help against our enemies. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, there might be things going on in your life, right? And you say, oh, you want to take some time to fast. Your faith is not in your fast. The fasting is just an activity, a spiritual activity, to get yourself ready to hear instructions from the Father. To fellowship with the Father. Praise the name of the Lord. I said praise the name of the Lord. Alright, so. Let me look at this. Wrong motivations for fasting. According to Matthew chapter 6 verse 18. We don't fast to be seen by others. Hmm? We don't fast to be seen by others. The critical issue is not whether people know you are fasting. But whether you want them to know. So you can bask in their admiration. So you have to be careful. Alright. Uh, you don't have to announce to everybody you are fasting. Okay. Because sometimes it makes people look like. Ah oh, man. 
Yeah, fasting. Okay? When you're fasting, you can let few people that are, for instance, if you, um, if you are married, you can let your, ha- your husband know, your spouse know, oh, I want to take the next few days to fast, or I'm fasting to social period, so that they won't tempt you with food. Or you now, they bring food, you say you're not eating, and you didn't explain to her you're fasting. You know, or for instance, you work in an organization, maybe the person sitting close to you, you share lunch all the time. You can let them know where I'll be separating myself to prayers, and that's all. But we don't fast so that people will know that we're fasting giants. Okay? Number two, we don't do it to be justified by God. It does not, it's not what gives us justification. Justification is by the blood of Jesus alone. Luke chapter 18, verse 9 to 14. You know, sometimes when people have committed sin, they would fast. And then they would feel that because they had fasted, God had forgiven them of that sin. No, it's not bad if you fast, but it's the blood of Jesus that makes you, you know, that forgives you of your sin. So fasting is not a method for us to get justification from God. The next one. It's not to be commended to God. Which means that it doesn't mean, 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 8, it doesn't mean that when you fast, then God sees you as a, more of a giant than somebody else. You know, it doesn't put you in a special ranking with God. It's like spiritual disciplines of prayer, of studying the word and everything. You, you just do these things because you're disciplined and you're a child of the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 8. So it's not to... Uh, how do I put it now? It's not 1 Corinthians 8, 8. It's not to... But food will not commend us to God. We're neither the worse if we do not eat, nor the better if we do eat. So it's not something that is a way to commend you to God. It's something you do for your own development and for your own uh, spiritual increase. It's a discipline of the Spirit which I recommend. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, I, I want to also say this. You don't fast just because you want to lose weight. You know, there, there's what you call intermittent fasting now that people recommend all the time. So fast because you want to lose weight. Fast because you want to lose weight. You know, and I find, and I find it very funny, right? You know, I find it very funny. Sometimes people who struggle to fast in church, okay? We say, oh, we've got a fasting program in church for five days. Oh, I can't fast. Oh, I have ulcer. When they just tell them that you know that if you fast a bit and do this, you will lose weight. You see how quick those people are there to fast. Hmm? So we don't fast to lose weight as Christians. Okay? Fasting is, is more spiritual than just a weight loss method. Alright? So fast and pray really is about replacing things that satisfy us physically with God for a time and a specific purpose. Now, for me primarily, when I'm fasting, I, 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 I fast and just spend time ministering to the Lord, just ready to receive instructions from the Father. Or sometimes I can feel that I've been so distracted with a lot of things, so I set my gaze I set myself to fast. I set myself to wait upon the Lord. Sometimes some pressures can be overwhelming. I take my time off. You know, I set myself to seek the face of the Lord. You know, just fellowshipping with the Lord. Putting myself in a more better position to receive instructions from the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Alright. Now, 
If you want to start fasting, set your objectives. So I'll just, let me just give you notes because time is running. Set your objectives. How long do you want to fast? How long do you want to fast? One day, one week, several weeks. Okay? How long do you want to fast? And I recommend start slowly. Don't just decide you want to fast and say, I want to do uh, 90 days. <laughs> okay? Don't start that way. Start gradually. The type of fast you feel God wants you to undertake. Are you going to eat in the evening? Or are you going to fast and take only juice? <laughs> I remember the first time I traveled somewhere and the church said they had a fasting program. And, uh, and yeah, I also joined in the fast meeting. And I went there and, you know, before service, there was Jews everywhere, there was Jews everywhere. Ah, in my mind, I say, ah, people are not fasting. They're enjoying. You know, but later, my, my understanding got enlightened uh, more um, about that kind of fast. Okay? So sometimes you can separate yourself from main meals and just have that. Um, but, but if I would recommend, I recommend that if you're just fasting, probably just fast. <laughs> Okay, the next one is um, what are the physical or social activities you want to restrict? So, for instance, when you're going into a fast, are there certain things you want to stop? So, for instance, you're going into a fast, are you telling yourself, I want to stop, uh, um, how do I put it? Maybe going on social media for some time. And the reason is very simple. You go there, you see all kinds of things, you're distracted, it makes you to say all kinds of things you shouldn't say. So if you're already consecrating yourself to the Lord, you can tell yourself what you want to stop. Sometimes if you're doing physical jobs, at the point where you need to fast, you might need to refrain from that a bit. So you need to set those objectives. How much time each day will you devote to prayer and God's work? So this is very important. Fasting for the child of God is not hunger strike. Praise the name of the Lord. Fasting is not what? It's not hunger strike. So you don't just fast and say you are not eating. Then you will walk, 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 walk. No time to pray. No time to read the Bible. That's not fasting. When you are fasting, you have to set time to look at portions of the scriptures. So when I'm fasting, that's what I do. Sometimes I'll just take a book of the Bible and I'm reading Spending time with the Word. Spending time with the Word. Because you're fasting so you can devote yourself to something. Praise the name of the Lord. Alright. So you have to set out your time that you're devoting to prayers and to the Word. Sometimes also when I fast, I develop confessions and declare and declare and speak those confessions. So you're intentional about your activities. Basic fasting tips. I'll just give you a few. Basic fasting tips. Number one, choose what you want to give up why you are in the fast. You want to give up food. You want to give up social media. You want to give up television. Sometimes also you want to give up too much talking. Okay? Yeah, you have to set up. You have to decide what you want to give up while you are fasting so that you know where and how to concentrate and consecrate yourself waiting before the Lord. And I'll say this, you don't have to wait for the church to declare fasting before you set out fasting for yourself. You don't have to wait for the church. Number two, pick a day to begin and the time length, of course. When are you going to start your fast? So you pick a time to start. When are you going to start your fast? Number three, 
Select a topic or a verse to meditate in prayer over. So you want to fast. Let's say you're trusting the Lord for favor. That's what you, you're believing the Lord for. That's the reason you're setting yourself apart for the fast. What you should do, pick scriptures, praise God, uh, around the subject of favor. Okay? And you meditate on them. Your, that scripture is in, your, is, 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 is in your mind. Okay? Meditate on it. That's the scripture, that's the thing you're pondering over. Meditate on it. Then, you can select messages to listen to during this period or books you want to read. So let's say, for instance, you are trusting God for, for healing, let's say, or something, or finances, or the favor of God. You get a hold of some of our messages we've taught on that time and listen to them over and over again. So sometimes, before I get into a fast, I select some series of messages I want to listen to and I feed my spirit during the period of my fast on those messages. Okay? So, or maybe a book. Maybe a book. I remember uh, Bishop David Oba was sharing a testimony of how, you know, he was tired about some of the things going on around him then in terms of lack and everything. And he got a hold of Brother Copeland's book, uh, Sister Gloria's book, God's Will of Prosperity. He took his Bible. He went before the Lord, studying the book and reading the Bible. And the light or the illumination of financial prosperity came upon him. Praise the name of the Lord. So, you can, um, you can take a book, you can take a book and take your Bible and go before the Lord, seeking the Lord and studying and praying. So, when you're taking a fast like that, you can do that. Okay? Take a book and study and pray around it. Select messages to listen to. Develop word-based confessions and declarations. Praise God. Develop word-based confessions and declarations. So, when I am also going to a fast, I, I develop confessions based on the expectation of what I want from that fast. And I say them all the time. I say them all the time. I can tell myself, I want to confess this thing four times every day. So I confess it in the morning, in the afternoon. I'm very, you, you have to deliberate about it. So for instance, you can say, Father, thank you. Because I've waited upon you. The light of your word has, you know, shining in my heart. The Lord has established me. My, you know, you just speak those words and you're consistent over it. My needs are supplied. You know, the light of God is come forth upon my life. God has liberated me and set me free by the truth of his word. And you speak that. So you have declarations over your fast. Then the next one, which is looking at some basic things you can do. The next one, don't get discouraged if your fast did not work in the first place. Okay? So sometimes you start out to fast, you really have this intention to fast, and you go somewhere before you know, before you even realize that you are fasting, you are already belching from overfeeding. Alright, so don't, don't, uh, don't feel discouraged. Okay? Start again. Especially when you're doing long fast. When you're doing long fast, the, uh, you can be, you know, sometimes when you're married and you decide you want to fast, that's the day your wife will just decide I want to surprise you. You know, um, and you just, let me break. I'll start tomorrow. <laughs> How many of you have done that before? Have you, and, and the reason is because once you start fasting, it's like your nostril becomes extra sensitive. Yeah, you, you pick smells. Yeah, it's true. If you start fasting, if you start fasting, and you, the funny thing about fast is that if the day you're not fasting, you can walk the whole day and not be hungry. You can walk, ah, I've not eaten, ah. But immediately you tell yourself, 
that I want to fast today. When you get up, there will be hunger. Because the truth of the matter is that man's life is controlled by his mind. Immediately you set your mind that I don't want to eat. Your stomach will say not today. But if your mind is not about food, you just go that you can even go and not eat. So you not tell yourself, so what is it that the day I want to fast, I'm struggling with food? Remember, if you realize that any day you want to fast, nine o'clock, it will seem as if ah, ah, where is it? And time will be slow. Eh? That's why some of you will carry clothes and wash and wash and wash. You will sweep the compound. You will even be looking for work to do. The time is still, no, that's not fasting. Just go and eat. You are wasting everybody's time. I hear what I'm saying. Don't be religious about it. Go and eat. Praise the name of the Lord. Okay, let me say this quickly. Um, so keep practicing your fast until you're able to. Then you can break your fast gradually. Okay? Don't, you know, some people, when they finish fasting, they want to take the morning food, the afternoon food, and the evening food that they did not eat throughout that day. And say, you know, especially when you are living in the house, say, what do you put it in the, after, in the morning? Say, we ate rice and stew. Say, bring my own. Say, but I thought you were fasting. Say, yes, I've broken. So you now eat the money. You say, why do you put it in the afternoon? You say, we ate a bath. Say, say, bring my own. Well, then what are you putting there? <laughs> you just, you enjoy yourself. Eh? It will hurt you. Don't do that. So you break your fast gradually. If you want to go for a long period of fast, let's say, for example, you want to go for 21 days. You want to fast for three weeks. A week before you start the three weeks fast, start cutting down on the food you eat. So that your body will get used to eating less amount of food. Okay? Then when you finish a long fast, if you also, if you have started breaking your fast, break gradually. So let's say you fasted for 21 days and you have done with the fast now. Okay? You want to break the fast. Don't just start eating as if, no. Start eating. It's like when you go to the treadmill. Hmm? What do you say? When you, when you are done with your main exercise, they will say you should wind down. That means you reduce your pace. It's not that you, just, you are on the treadmill. You just finish, then you jump. No. You come down gradually. It's the same way. When you want to start your fast, you start reducing your food intake so that your body gets used to that. Now, I'm giving you very practical things. Then, uh, again, um, when you start fasting, if you're not used to fasting, our time is so, so short. When you're not used to fasting... If you're fasting for, say, seven days, after the first three days, you begin to feel a bit of headaches. Okay? You feel a bit of headaches. You would, you would, your body will feel a bit feverish. Okay? Uh, if you're not so used to fasting, you, you might feel a bit sick. <laughs> uh, but if you go after that, then your body will get used to it. So, sometimes also when some people fast, they find it difficult to sleep. You just go at that. Especially if you are fine for a long fast. Maybe the third, fourth day. You just not find it easy to sleep. Okay? Uh, that's... That's... Uh, <laughs> depends on people's body, but those are just general signs. Then, I would also recommend, if you're fasting for a long time, try to take warm water. Okay? To help you. you know, if you're fasting for a long time, maybe three weeks, you try to take warm water. That's, that's going to help. Then, if you are fasting, you're trusting God, but you discover that you are beginning to see things in double figures. You know you're actually married one woman. But every time you look at your wife, you're seeing two people. One is clear, one is not very clear. Pause. Hmm? Go and eat first. And renegotiate if you want to continue. Your body 
is sometimes your best medical doctor. Alright? In as much as you want to wait on God, don't push your body beyond its limit. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So if you discover you're feeling dizzy, you're almost as if you want to faint, uh, take, take, you can take maybe juice or something, but just take something first and uh, it'll, it'll help you to stabilize a bit and then you decide if you want to continue. But I want to say this. Don't make religion out of fasting. The essence is that you're spending time with the Lord. You are spending time listening to messages. You're spending time studying the word. Do you follow what I'm saying? It's not just the fact that you're living food. It's the fact that you're devoted to prayer. So when you're fasting, spend time praying in tongues. Spend time praying in tongues. Spend time listening to messages. Then, uh, just giving you practical tips, don't also overstretch yourself. When you are fasting naturally, you will be weak. So don't try to show people that you can still fast and do strong things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Let's say I'm fasting now, okay? And they'll say, um, yeah, we need people to come and arrange these chairs, okay? Let people come and arrange. Now, don't now try and carry 100 chairs. Just do the little you can and relax. In fact, if you're fasting for a very long time, as you are talking, you'll be dissipating energy. That's why it's called that when you do a long fast, I'm not talking of this one day we do in the morning, it's when you're doing a long fast, maybe 21 days thereabout. You score that the more you are getting, the days are counting, the less you want to talk. And if you don't handle it with care, when you are also talking, you almost start getting agitated, anxious. You almost get irritated with talking so much. Okay, so if people around you, maybe people close to you, maybe your husband or your wife or your children, you can let them know you're going for fast for this long period of time. So they also reduce the expectation on you because naturally your body will be uh, weak. Then lastly, if you're fasting for a long period of time and you're breaking in the evening, don't also break too heavy. Let's say you want to do a 21 days fast. In the evening, don't eat like, you know, in, in our mind sometimes we feel we can always, don't eat like, okay, I want to eat a portion that will carry me throughout the whole day. Don't, don't eat that way. You would, you would harm yourself. Are you following what I'm saying? The body naturally, if you start fasting, let's say for 21 days, by the time you go for the first one week, your body already has started adjusting. Okay? Your body has started adjusting to less quantity of food. Are, are you following that? Now, if you, if you now, you are now consuming as if you're not fasting, you would actually just disorient your body. So, as you are progressing, okay, in your fast, if you're doing a long fast, as you're progressing, you just maximize, you minimize, sorry, your in-food, your take. Then, make sure that also you are taking, if you're not fasting for a long period of time, make sure that your food is now balanced. These are some of the reasons when people fast for long, you know, all kinds of things happen and people feel, oh, what happened? Maybe he was trying the devil, it's the devil that killed him, everything. So you cannot be fasting for long and every time you're breaking is just carbohydrate, 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 carbohydrate over a period of no, you have to just make sure that what you're eating is it's, it's balanced, it helps your body because at that time, let's say for instance now, if you were fasting before, if you were eating before, maybe in the morning you will eat carbohydrate, right? In the eve, afternoon, maybe you eat protein. In the evening, you would eat whatever, maybe carbohydrate or something. But now you know that all those portions of food, you're not eating them anymore. 
Right? So you cannot now say for 40 days, you are just on carbohydrate. 40 days, you know, because now your body is going to lack protein, your body is going to lack all of those other things you need to get. So you need to make sure that you're fasting for a long time, say for three weeks and above, that you make sure that what you're eating contains all the balanced diet over the period of the evenings that you're breaking. On no condition, please, in the name of God, on no condition should you do long fast without taking water. You will harm your body. The body was not designed to live without water. So don't go for long fast without taking water. Alright? That's very important. And then when you're fasting for a long period of time, you might need to be conscious of your breath. Okay? Your, your mouth might be smelling because you're not eating. I don't know whether it's because you're not eating. But when you fast, so you have to make sure that uh, you are fasting and brushing at the same time. Remember, champions are masters of the basics. Okay? So make sure you are. They don't. If sometimes people fast long and then they use mint or they use some kind of things. Now the challenge with using mint and all of those things is that they stimulate your digestive system, so it will make you um, be more hungry. So I actually would not recommend mint and all of this. I recommend you just brush in between. As you brush in between, it will just help you a bit. Is there anything I haven't touched? Not sure. Does anybody have a quick question about fasting? Just pick that up. Do you have Do you have a very quick question you want to clarify something about? Yeah. Anyone? Just quick, quick. You want to clarify something on on the fasting? Thank you for listening to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga. We encourage you to share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.pastormax.ng. We would like to hear from you. Send us an email, info at pastormax.ng. Or you can call 0805-888-7575. God bless you.